Well, praise the Lord one more time. Glorify him and magnify his name. It is good to be with you one more time and to worship the Lord in spirit and truth. He is definitely um, great. He is definitely great to be um, greatly to be praised. And we want to give his name the honor. We want to give his name glory. I hope you had a good weekend. Hope you had fun, found the time. Um, the worship of the Lord in spirit and truth. Hope you find the time to give him glory. I hope you found the time to give him honor. And I hope you found the time to give him praise and lift him up in spirit and truth. Um, he is definitely the one that rules uh, this earth. He is definitely the one that uh, intercedes on man's behalf. He is definitely the one that uh, at any point in given time can change your life completely around. Glory to God. So we, we don't take that for granted. We don't take it right. We don't take it right now. We don't take it in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth for granted. We don't take that. We don't take that in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Out of context. No. We believe that at any given time. We believe at any given time, at any moment, God can change your life around. Whether it's by one word, whether it's by one prayer, whether it's by one sermon, whether it's by one individual showing you love and kindness. Hallelujah. I'm just believing that God can do anything but fail. Um, Bishop Pastor was talking about um, Sunday about being a pessimist, an optimist. We know what pessimist is. Pessimist is... They see the negative in every situation. Optimists is people who um, they, they see um, um, the opportunity in every situation. Hallelujah. Um, and it was a statement that was made by someone. And I don't remember exactly who made the statement. Um, but the person said that uh, no Christian should be a pessimist. Um, Christianity is about radical optimism. And I agree with what they're saying. And I, and I wanted to Google and find out exactly who made that scene because I wanted to give him a credit where credit is due. So as I began to Google and trying to find out, and I couldn't remember who they were saying who said it. But when I tried to Google and find that out, there were people who were trying to talk against Christians being optimists. They were saying we shouldn't be optimists in every situation. And I thought about it for a while. I'm like, are they saying if you're in a position of a negative thing, you're in a position of an abusive relationship, dead end job, maybe going through some drug situation, uh, who knows what they were speaking on, but I kind of almost flipped it around and said, well, maybe, then I get now thought, no, the reason why Christians are optimists, the reason why we see the positive in the things because the Bible said all things work together for the good of them that love the Lord and call according to his purpose. Go meet the Romans real quick. Romans chapter 8. And because, and the problem with, with some preachers and the problem with church folks and the problem with some preachers is, I'm not going to say church, I'm not going to say preachers. The problem with preachers is we try to change the word of God so much, don't we? We try to make the word of God fit to what we want to do so much as far as us trying to discipline and show the people's different things that sometimes we a lot of times we take away from the word of God the Bible says in Romans 8 and 28 and we know all things work together for good to those who love God 
He said all things. He didn't say some things. He didn't say, oh, oh perhaps this is working, perhaps it's not. It, it, he said all things. He the one who said it. We didn't say it. He said it. It's right here in the word of God. Hallelujah. So if you're going through a situation right now that's a negative situation, glory to God, you may be going through a situation right now that you wish you was not in. You may be going through something right now you put yourself in. When, when the prodigal son was going through what he was going through, hallelujah, in the hog pen, that mess was working for his good. Yes, it humbled him. It showed him the extent and the love of the father when he got back. It showed him in the name of Jesus different things. It worked out for his good. <laughs> I may have to take you there. I shouldn't take you there. I may have to take you there. If, if you know the story of the prodigal son, you understood that he was, he wasted his inheritance with righteous living. He wasted his inheritance with prostitutes and things of that sort. So how is that working out for this man good? He's out here with prostitutes. He's out here, he's out here doing this thing. He's supposed to be a king's kid. He's supposed to be this, you know what? It showed him the extent of the mercy and the grace of God. It showed him in the bullshit, kind of baha. It showed him some things that, hallelujah, that perhaps he did not know. Hallelujah. See, we only think God is good because we're good, so-called. We only think God is good when we're doing everything that we're supposed to do. God is not good based on your behavior. He's good based on his character. God is good based on that's because what he is. Hallelujah. God is good all the time, any place, anywhere, anyhow. It's not based on you based on God. Hallelujah. Let me read the rest of this. He said, he says this, and we know all things work together for good to those who love God. Do you love God? Then guess what? Something right now, what they're going through is maybe a negative situation. I ain't want to go here. It may be a negative situation. It may be something going on in your mind, your body, your soul, your finance, your flesh. It may be drugs, alcoholism. It may be cancerous. It may be COVID. It may, from somebody don't like it. It's a, the problem is you keep trying to be on the get back. You need to start letting God do what he does best. And that is give you grace and glory. We told you to get some revenge on folk. Let that thing work out for your good. Because guess what? It's going to work out for you. Hallelujah. It don't look good right now, do it. It don't feel good right now, do it. It don't seem good right now. It shouldn't be good right now. You're going through a tough time. They're going through all kind of mess. Folks have turned against you. You name it. You're probably going through it right now, right? But guess what? It's going to work out for your good. Hallelujah. Let me show you something else. He says, and Romans 8 and 28 says, And we know that all things work together for the good of those who love God. Do you know that? Do you know that they can't stop you even if they stopped you? <laughs> Did you know that sometimes, a lot of times, you can miss the ball and still hit a home run? Because God is the pitcher. Ooh. He wants his child and his sons to succeed. That's why he gave you that, gave you that slow ball going through there and you hit it anyway. High bullshit. He ain't going to stop pitching to it, pitching to you until you hit a home run. My God in here. Woo! My God in here. Mm hmm. The problem is you've been listening to too many men. The problem is you've been listening to an abusive preacher. You've been listening to a preacher that's, you know, you've been listening to a bully in the pulpit. 
You be listening to somebody who, in the name of Jesus, don't have no mercy for nobody, and and they don't have anything, and and yet here they are, probably got some stuff going on in themselves, and or are in the name of Jesus, feel like folks are getting away too much, and trying to take advantage of God, you're trying to take advantage of the mercy of God, and blah blah blah, and all that man, man, everybody, this ain't your word, this ain't your this. Uh, your son didn't die for the sins of the whole world. If God's son did. And this is how God is running things. You got a problem with that? Now, I mean, you need to step down, player. Come on now. Abu Shikarabaha. Ariabu Sukurabayamaniyamaha. God gives the Holy Ghost to wherever he will. I just said my spirit too. God gives the Holy Spirit to whoever he wants to give it to. Woo! Some people, oh my God, in here. Mm-hmm. Let me show you something. Let me keep reading this. He said, for, and we know that all things work together for the good of those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose, for whom he foreknew he also predestinated to be conformed to the image of his son. Did you know right now that you're in the image of his son on the inside? And you shall be changed also to the image of his son when he comes back and you get a glorified body? But I'm going to let your bishop um, explain it to you. Let me give you a, That he might. Watch this now. That he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Moreover, he predestinated all these also he called. When he, he called you. Watch this. He justified you. Justified me and declared righteous. And whom he justified also he glorified, he glorified you also. Watch what else he did. And what then shall we say to these things? If God be for us. Who can be against us? Listen, there's some folks who are against you right now, but they can't succeed. They can't prosper. No weapon formed against you shall be able to prosper. And every tongue that rises up against you in judgment, God shall condemn. Some folks right now want you to condemn, but it won't work. There's some preachers right now that want you to condemn, but it won't work. There's some family members right now that want you to condemn, but it won't work. There's some folks right now that want you to condemn, but it can't happen. <laughs> it can't happen. It won't work. You remember that, that, that lady that was taken in adultery, caught in the in the very act of adultery, and set up before Jesus and wanted to get stoned to death. And they couldn't do it because Jesus said, "Okay, you were his without seeing among you first cast stone at her." I had a guy tell me one time on on Facebook, so one of them things. He, he acting like he don't have no. He said he have no sin. Basically, he's saying he have no sin. I said, that's right. Mm. Wow, that's deep. <laughs> you ain't got no sin, huh? Oh, that's, that's, wow. My God in here. You got to watch what folks preaching to you. He says, and listen, I don't have a doctrine. Nope. This ain't the gospel according to Henry Lee. This is in the book. I don't have a doctrine. Never did. This Jesus himself didn't have a doctrine. Jesus himself said this. He said, the words I'm speaking to you, they're not mine. But they're, they're the words of my father. Jesus himself didn't even have a doctrine. <laughs> don't have one for you. I just got the word of God. Shama Kodeya Baha. And the word of God for you today is be saved and be filled up with the gift of the Holy Spirit of God. Let me show you something else. Watch this. And what shall we say then to these things? Watch this. If God be for us, who can be against us? They can't stop us. He who did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for us all. 
How shall he not with him also free to give us all things? Who shall bring a charge against the God's elect? Who's going to charge you with something? It is God who justifies me. It is God who declared righteous. So if you try to tell somebody they ain't saved, you try to tell somebody they ain't, you know, you know, they ain't good enough. What you're doing is you're telling God, God, you're telling God, God, you didn't know what you was doing when you justified this person. That's basically what you're saying. Preachers. Yeah, I had sent everybody to hell, right? Nobody saved but you and your folk, huh? Nobody saved but who you think, right? Okay. Now, if you tell them folks that they ain't saved, who really are saved, Basically, what you're telling God is he don't know what he's talking about. That's what you're doing. He said he almost who shall bring a charge against God's leg. It's God who justifies. It's not you. You're not justifying nobody. You're not. Nobody's declared righteous because you think they are. Nobody's saved because you think they are. Who are you supposed to be? I'm the bishop of this church. Okay, who you is? You ain't, you ain't uh, bishop enough to over somebody's soul. The bishop of our souls is God himself and Jesus. Not you. Abu Shamama Kariyabaya Doha Maha. Somebody don't like that. Mm -hmm. I know they don't like it because I'm getting some comments on the screen. Let me show you something real quick. And then I got to let you go because I got to make this money. <laughs> let me show you something. Watch this now. It is God who just. Who is he who condemns? He, these are two questions. Two questions is this Who is out here um, bringing a charge? And who was out here condemning you? Watch this. It is Christ who died. Furthermore, is also risen. And, and who was he that's condemning people? Who is he? There's therefore now no condemnation to them in Christ Jesus. It, it, there's no condemnation to them who believe in Christ. They, they who was he that's doing this then? Who is this guy? Sh let's show let's show me that guy who think he's um holy enough to um uh charge somebody and also could condemn somebody show me that person because they don't they don't really miss the ball right now they, they don't understand what's going on you are not in a position to send anybody to hell <laughs> only one can do that his name is jesus it is christ who died who is furthermore is also risen who is even at the right hand of god who would make an intercession for us listen christ right now is praying for us Yes, church folk, saved folk need prayer. That's right. Folks who are saved need prayer. They need somebody to intercede for, for them. And what better person to do it than Christ himself? And if anybody can get a prayer through, it's Jesus. You can't condemn me and you can't charge me. You can't judge me now. I, 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 because you can't stop nobody from judging somebody. You can sit and judge somebody all day, but you can't dim me and you can't charge me. Watch what else the Bible says. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? What shall tribulation? Huh? Shall distress? Persecution, famine, nakedness, peril, sword? That is written, for your sake we are killed all the day long. We are counted as sheep ready for the slaughter. Yea, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life. No angels, no principalities, no powers, no things present, no things to come. Neither height, death, any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is had in Christ Jesus our Lord. You cannot stop. You cannot stop. You cannot. You no matter how bad you don't. No matter how bad you don't. You don't like that sister, that brother. No matter how much you don't like them and their attitude, different things like that. My brother, I'm sorry, Bishop. I'm sorry, Deacon. I'm sorry, Pastor. You cannot unsave somebody. 
just because you don't like their attitude. You can't unsave somebody just because you don't feel like they got a, a, a good church. Or two. You can't, it, it's, he just can't do it because Christ himself justified them and is interceding for them right now in Jesus' name. God bless you. Listen, if it's a word, then I must have did it. And if it's not, then I wasn't with it. Please stay committed.